Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing, overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We got it up. Come Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. That this son who has come home was also well pleased. He knew a joy that he never knew before because he came home, pleased the father. He was also well pleased. When you please the father, when you please someone that has authority over you, you will be pleased. They will turn around and please you. In fact, you will receive much more than you give. Amen. Oh, the father was was thrilled and he showed that by everything that he gave unto this son who had just come home, dressed him up put rings on, on, on his fingers and gave him the best suit, some good shoes on his feet. Amen. And called everybody to come and celebrate. He looked very well. The son looked very well. Was presented very well. If you will please God, it will present you well. Amen. What did the son of God do that moved the father to proudly say, this is my beloved son. In him I'm well pleased. What did the son of God do to make the father say so proudly, this is my beloved son in whom I'm I'm well pleased. What did the son do? We're going to look at that. We already looked at that a little bit again. This is a revision. This is, you know, reviewing and um, a revisiting of what we did some months ago. So we're going to look at that. But please don't think that the father proudly says this to all his children. Don't assume that the father says this to all his children. Oh, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. 1 Corinthians 10, 1. For brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. All passed through the sea. All were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And all ate the same spiritual food. And all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. But, 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 but with most of them, God was not well pleased. So when we read in Matthew 3, 17, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Don't assume that God says that to all his children. Because here we see that his children are delivered from Egypt. That said. He said to them, you are my treasure. You are my royal priesthood. When he took them out, if you read Exodus 19, he said, this, if you will do all these things, you will be my treasure. You will be, you know, my my priest. You will be this, you will be that to me. But of course, they did not do those things. And why did they not do those things? Because they did not want to hear his word. So his word was not engrafted was not implanted in their hearts 
And so when the time of temptation came, they could not obey God. They did not have the strength, the power, the enablement to obey God. Because when he was speaking to them, when he wanted to fellowship with them, when he wanted to be with them, when he wanted to speak to them, they did not hear. They basically said, no, we don't want to hear. Let somebody else speak to us. If you don't hear God, if you don't listen to God, if you don't listen to the voice of God, if you don't fellowship with him, if you don't interact with him, when the time of temptation comes, you won't be able to stand. You won't be able to do his will. In him I'm well pleased. Choosing what is acceptable to the Lord. You will not choose what is pleasing to the Lord if you never took time to listen to him, to hear him. Because in listening to him, in interacting with him, in fellowshipping with him, you receive strength to obey him. The word of God is not a set of instructions. It's a set of constructions. The instructions are for your construction. Amen? It's not just to instruct you. It's to construct you, to build you up. The word of God comes to enable you do what he's asking you to do. Amen. So in 1 Corinthians 10, 1, we see, 1 to 5, we see that all these people enjoy the blessings of God. But verse 5 says, but with most of them, God was not well pleased. With most of them, God was not well pleased. For their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Why was God not well pleased with them? It would be good to find out why God was not well pleased with them. So that we will know what to avoid. Amen? What displeased God? To be good to know. What displeased God? First Corinthians 10 verse 6 says, Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Amen? This is our example. Example of the things that displeased God. They lusted after evil things. And that is to tell us that we should not lust after evil things. Evil things surround us. In fact, evil things don't just surround us. Even the flesh is given to evil. The flesh that we live in. Amen. The flesh that we live in is given to evil. The things around us are evil. The whole world light and wickedness, the scripture says. So how are we going to please God? How should we please God? How are we going to please God? Continuing with 1 Corinthians chapter 10. He said they lusted after evil things. We have to guard after or guard against that. Guard against lusting after evil things. How do we do that? We're going to look at that. Verse 7 says, And do not become idolaters as were some of them. Oh, you say, oh, I'm not, I don't serve idols. Anything that you prefer to God or you prefer before God, that takes the place of God is an idol. Amen. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. What is it that is more important to you than God? Is it your job? Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe we can even you know, dig a little bit further. If we will go to our job. Amen. If we do our job. Or the job that you have. The, the, your profession or whatever. The, the job that brings you income. If you will do that faithfully five days a week you will spend eight hours there you will be there on time do you do the same for god do you do the same for god or when it comes to church no church god oh it's god i don't have to be there on time 
Oh, is God. Oh, two hours is enough. Amen. What's our attitude toward God? What's our attitude toward the things around us? Do we love those things more than God? So, we have to be careful that we are not idolaters like them. Amen. And he continues to say, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. They sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. You know, there's a lot in that, but let's also say that, you know, if you sit down to eat and drink, what should you do when you get up? You should do some work. Amen. And you don't rise to play. After eating and drinking, what do you do? You do some work. You don't rise up to play. God doesn't like laziness. Laziness displeases God. Amen. Laziness displeases God. They sat down to eat and drink. The kind of food they ate and the kind of drink they had. No, on a different scale. It was not what God wanted them to have. So when they rose up, they rose up to play. Not the normal kind of play. They were not playing table tennis or ping pong. Amen. They were not playing soccer. No, they were not playing football. They were playing some other crazy kind of play. Amen. They were playing sexual games. Terrible games. And they, they, were, they even said that they were playing, they were doing this thing unto the Lord. They were serving the Lord. They were so confused, so blind, that they thought it was unto God. Of course, God was so displeased with them that he wanted to wipe them out. If not for Moses, that stood between them and God. And we see it continues. These are the things that displease God with the children of Israel. Why the scripture says, but with most of them, God was not well pleased. Very, very important here that we know that, you know, we realize that the blessing of God is not an indication of his being well pleased with us. Oh, you have been blessed. Oh, things are working out. Oh, no, you just got a new job. Oh, you just bought a new car. It means that things are going well with you and God. No, it doesn't mean things are going well with you and God. These people were being blessed. They were receiving daily blessings. They were still being fed with manna every day. God was still giving them food powerfully, supernaturally every day. Miraculously every day. But God was not pleased with them. If God is smiling at you, it doesn't mean that he's pleased. Amen. The fact that your that's your boss or that's your father, that's your mother is smiling at you doesn't mean that she she or he is pleased with you. Amen. So he says in verse 8, 1 Corinthians 10, 8, don't let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did, and in one day twenty three thousand fell. Now let us tempt Christ. So one of the things that displeased God was sexual immorality. That still displeases God till today. Amen. Sexual immorality still displeases God so very much till date. Amen. In fact, the scripture says, as for you Christians, it should not even be mentioned amongst you as becoming saints. It should not be something that you'll be discussing like, oh, it happened. Oh, oh you it doesn't mean that when it happens, don't talk about it. Amen? It doesn't mean that you ignore it. But what it means is that it should not take place. It should not be something you are struggling with. And if you are struggling with it, cry out to God. Talk to the pastor. Talk to somebody. Let prayer be made for you. Amen? Be Open up. Sexual immorality displeases God. It displeases God so much here that uh, thousands of them died. Amen? Amen? 
We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.